The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. And we start early tonight with Spike because he can only stay for a half hour. Spike, how are you? Good. Booger. Lesbians. Uh, reach around. Let me get all the keywords out fast. Um, I'm good, wow. man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got family in town from Florida. And they're, they're here on work release because they're not redheads. They're, they're actually <laughs> civil, civil thinking individual people from Florida. So they, Florida. You know, they only let them out for a little while. So yeah, from Florida. Now, which the family? The appendix of America. Not the one that you just saved from an indictment. No, he's still in jail. He's still uh, in lockup in, Pol- in uh, Pasco County. Is he still? Uh, my baby sister. No oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was doing his 20. Doing his 20 for the gov. 20 and, uh, days, okay. you mean? 20 days, 20 days, okay. yeah. Oh, jeez. And we, uh, we st- which we of us, which of us couldn't handle 20 days, right, Zip? I couldn't handle two days. <laughs> I hear I you, mean, man. I, no, I, I hear the stuff The stuff he's going through in the Polk County or the Pasco County lockup. Oh, dude, I don't even want to even begin oh. to be a part of that world. I think you had it right with Polk County. Yeah, well, that's what I'm hoping we're not getting to there. I said sleep in the corner, trade bunks. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> It's nice that you were there for You got prevent- your ass to the wall, man! <laughs> <We're still. laughs> All right. Well, we're here. It is, uh, what is the date? Where are we? We're already at uh, the 15th of March. We're halfway through the Ides March. March yeah. The Ides of March are a Thank you, someone of an educated background. The Ides of March. The Ides of March. Well, I am going to start off with uh, did something really stupid. Again? Yeah. Get back in radio for the first time. Are you my wife? Oh no, you're Ed Kelly. Okay, <laughs> sorry. So, um, you know, there are so many things in the modern world that you have to take care of. You have to change the batteries on your smoke detector. Oh, yep. um, you have Bring to. Uh, there are batteries on your keyboard. Like I just mm-hmm. sat down to type to invite you all to the podcast, and it said, mm-hmm. "Keyboard battery's dead." I'm like, "Really? Uh, aren't those supposed to last years?" you got to be said, fancy wireless. Yes. Go ahead. We, we've already lasted two years. They're dead. <laughs> that never happened with the old Smith Corona, Bob. That's and right. <laughs> Typewriter keys. That's dead. man-powered. And then the, and then just, there are so many, and you, there's appointments you have to keep. And every year, by the way, I don't know if you guys love the medical system the way I do, but every year, uh-huh. um, you know, you got to go to the skin doctor. Uh, mm-hmm. because I had a wart once, and he decided he needed to see me once a year after that. <laughs> Nothing serious. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, see, for uh, me, the skin doctor is a club downtown I like to go to. Which part of downtown? Oh, I don't want to oh, the, the, the blinky electric part, Bob. You know which part <laughs> it is. You've been there. Come on, baby. So, you know. You, you ain't that far out of town. And by the way, they'll make an appointment for you. Uh-huh. And then charge you for a missed appointment, and you never even have to approve the appointment. So that's one thing. But <laughs> all these things keep piling up. Anyway, uh, the other day I used my last daily contact lens, and I said, "Well, I'll just go down to the closet where the rest of them are stored." Uh oh. And there are no rest of them. <laughs> and what happened to the autofill? The autofill. Don't you have the, uh, the where they just send them to you on a regular basis? No, I could have. I didn't. Uh, Lisa doesn't. Lisa caught me subscribing to once something once on Amazon, and that was the last time I'll ever do that. So, <laughs> so you'll do you'll do auto refills on your inkjet printer cartridges. I don't do that your eyeballs. No, I don't. Oh, and, okay. and by the way, auto refills. I do. I did have an auto refill on a shaver blade, and I don't have that much of a beard. And they were sending way too many of them. And I had a huge pile of them. Well, spread it out. But I mean, we are such consumers. So I went. Oh, 
wait a minute, they must be. And I tore the whole house apart. And the bottom line is that I don't have them. So I go to the contact lens king, uh, which, of course, you know, with, with a name like that, it has to be the best contact lens company. <laughs> yeah, he's in the back of an El yeah. Camino. It's like Burger King. Hollywood and Blanchard, yeah, yeah. So I go there because it's where I ordered them last time. Uh-huh. And I go and I'm like, because I'm basically blind and I could put readers on. Mm-hmm. But readers give me a headache because everything else is blurry. Wow. And so, anyway, so tonight I am, just call me Magoo. Oh, Magoo. <laughs> You've oh, done it again. <laughs> and Damn, you had, a, you had a horn. That's awesome. Well, and so I went to that website where you can order them, and they're discounted, and I ordered replacements. And it got to the point where it said, now you simply need to upload a picture of your prescription. Oh, boy. And this is a company, I think they're in Canada. Yeah. I don't think they really care if I have a prescription because this comes back to the medical system again. Yeah. I was supposed to, six months ago, make an appointment yeah. to see an ophthalmologist, <laughs> even though my eyes haven't changed one bit, uh... and go through a process and get a new prescription. So I thought about forging, taking the old prescription uh... and do a little Photoshop and just changing the dates. Okay. <sighs> but I'm a, I'm a Catholic. That, and that's an incarcerable <laughs> offense in that's Canada. J- I don't that's know a, if you, I, that's I a you go to is, hell yeah. offense. Yeah. So what I did is I said, you know what? I don't think they give a shit. So I uploaded the old prescription, which is about two months out of date. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, their bot said, thank you. Your order is in process. We'll be in touch. So did you have to convert your feet vision to meters to get lenses from Canada? Did you have to, like, you know, 20, no, you 20 just had 48.3 meters? Yeah, or you had to select USA. Uh, but it comes to fault oh, yeah. as Canada. And again, I don't think they care. I think they just want to sell me the things. And I don't think they're going to read it. But I'm going to find out tomorrow. Yeah. And if I have to go to the doctor, I know what's going to happen. I go, yeah, we can get you in in June. And I just, there's just, how does anybody, and I'm retired, how does anybody keep up? That'll be the opening, and we're going to go as long as we can without talking about World War III tonight, okay? (laughs) Good. Good. How does anybody keep up with all of the little updates, things, appointments, replacements, batteries, all of the things in our lives now? These are conveniences that we didn't have, you know, a generation ago. But they have us on a leash, don't they? Well, tomorrow I've got the ultimate convenience. I get to poop in a box. Poop in a box. <laughs> poop in a box. Because the first one didn't take. Did you get miss the box? Did I? Oh, lo- okay. no, it was a logistics issue. Did I, I miss Casey there. Kasem's Hot 100 this week? What exactly is that song? And now time for poop in a box. Guard. <laughs> a little flurry. We talk. guard. So what do you have to do? You have to poop in a box. Poop in a poop in a yeah. What does poop in a buck mean? Poop it's, on a it's dog. What you're gonna have a, a, he's going to drop a uh, fecal sample into the mail, mm. and not just to oh. protest LaJoy's. Well, what is the buck? <laughs> where does where does the buck thing go? Where the bucket go? It's strapped oh, across the, the bowl. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes. The cowboy hat. Bracket. If you yeah, said yeah. poop in a cowboy hat, I would have got you. Okay. Oh my okay. God. By the way, the show is now closed to anyone under 55 years old. No one else is allowed. So do do you have a a suspected diagnosis that you have to do this for? 
No, it, it was something I, I last time that I did this thing, they removed three polyps, and it's been at least ten years. So oh. as a, a preventative thing, I, I just my doctor said, oh, I'll just give you a prescription. So yeah, you get that test once. So again, just like the test I'm yeah. getting, this is a test you have to take. Yeah. Now, do you yeah. have to get this maintenance uh, physical test to keep your insurance up to speed and up to tact? You know? No, no, it's just because uh, I mean, it, I, I, my insurance requires me to get medical medical checkups on my, you know. My prostate or walnut, the fleshy walnut, whatever they call that thing down there. I don't know. <laughs> but if I don't get these checkups, my insurance rates go up. It's no a kidding. prostate. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and that's, by the way, that's the new business model of just about anything. Like, if you don't yeah, allow they'll, they'll jack it. nationwide yeah. to spy on your driving, your insurance rates will go up. Right. right. They little, won't say it that little. way. They'll say, want a discount? Yeah. A safe driver spot. discount? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yes. Uh, well, I'm sorry about that. Don't you also have to take a COVID test tomorrow, Ed? I do. So yeah. how do us? How well, do don't we... get those two ends mixed up, buddy. That's uh, <laughs> really careful, man. Jesus. That Q-tip went oh. in awfully easy. Seriously, <laughs> just use just use the the, the the other end, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Sw you swabbed oh, the wrong wow. end, sweetheart. So again, <laughs> how do any of us keep up with all of the expected things that companies that charge us to take care of us? It's extortion. It seems it. It's There's an app out guys. that takes care of all that stuff for you now. Isn't is there it? that balance? It keeps all your subscriptions in line and warns you when you're yeah, getting billed for stuff you don't use. Warning, Dr. Smith. You need ColoGuard. So who has to put the stuff in the app? Let me guess. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, I just Maybe. think that life has gotten... Even the stupid stuff in life has gotten so complex mm -hmm. that, um, you know, I just I just want to dig a hole and put an outhouse with a half moon in the backyard. And... <laughs> Simple laugh. Yeah. Got a moon yep. in the door? Yep. Poop in a box. There you go. We <laughs> <laughs> Back to pooping in a box. Yeah. Just, let, just like it. Mama used to do. Come what may, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> so uh, I'm just place bets here. Who thinks they're going to check the fine print on my... Contact lens prescription. Hmm. No, well, you you are kind of obsessive compulsive, so I, I can see you doing that. You could say well, I checked it, but but will the company that wants to sell me the contact lens? Hell no. 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 I'm, I'm I'm sell, no, no, no. Uploaded a prescription. Based. Good enough. Yeah, just greedy okay. Canadians. Glad we're all Zip, I think I think Zip's talking about is that that True Bill thing. Yeah, where they tell yeah. you tell you what, what you're subscribed to, and that you yep. forget you even says clicked yes to the subscription, <laughs> exactly. the, month, the monthly service of right. Hulu, or you know Do you whatever. Mind if some of our partner businesses contact you while yeah. we're keeping track some of your yeah. subscriptions. Sometimes you don't even know you're subscribing. That's the sneaky part. Ex exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what, I, I, but I I I did that, and I only meant to give Trump that money one month, and then he kept getting. <laughs> oh, we, remember, that's oh, right. I thought we, went, uh, right. we weren't talking World War Three. Come, come on, Trump isn't involved with World War Three. Oh, and, oh, and, and I'm, come and I'm on, sure, please. I'm sure oh, that please. annoys the hell out of him. Actually, <laughs> okay, we got how far did we get? We got uh, eleven minutes before we talked about you, World War. You you popped the seal there. Yeah, you did. Prom night. Uh. Trump is World War Three. <laughs> sure. Sure. Nah. I could get you there. I, I could play like like uh, what's it? Kevin Bacon, six degrees from of separation from Trump, and any problem in the world. I can relate any problem in the world to Donald Trump in six moves or less. Wow. I think you could do it in two. <laughs> <laughs> you liberal. know him well. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 uh, all right. Let, let's move on to narratives. 
Um, no, 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 no. We're good. We're good. We're good. No, no, Plenty, no. Of <laughs> Plenty of stuff to talk about. I don't think it's going to And then leave. I love to drop a fart in the room and then leave. Why did you narrative. wave that under his nose, Bob? Yeah. Jesus. He's like, <laughs> no, but I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Since you uh, responded to me bringing up Trump, uh, Trump is Trump is um, Trump is pretty powerless right now. And I don't see I mean, I could certainly be wrong. Uh, but I don't see him being, uh, other than the fact that he's already created a legion of imitators, just like when a good TV mm-hmm. show comes out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I don't is. see, I, I, first off, uh, he's too old, and I know I said that about Biden, but apparently, uh, you know, I, I, he's old. He's uh, already burned so many bridges. Did you see the uh, interview with Bill Barr? Uh, actually, all the interviews because of his book coming out, one damn thing after another. Oh yeah, Bill oh, Bill yeah. Maher, you mean? Bill Barr. Oh, no, Bill, Bill Barr. Barr. Yeah. Okay, attorney. Uh, the the yeah, attorney the, uh, general who said, yeah. "Well, I read this uh, Mueller report, and uh, yeah, no collusion." And then later he said, "Well, I didn't mean no collusion. I meant no collusion." When Barr speaks, you know, some people talk out of both sides of their mouth. He's got two mouths. He's talking out of the pores <laughs> of his skin. <laughs> but it's okay because if you can translate political quadruple speak, yes. he's basically saying, fuck that guy. Yeah, I basically did what I could to protect the Republican Party, and we're all right. fucking done with him. Well, except this week when he said, no, he's a danger to society and America as we know it, but I'd rather vote for him than a Democrat. Yes, <laughs> but you know what that means? That means absolutely what? nothing. I, I know, but when, but when people it means take if you folks are stupid enough that, to put if the translation, if you folks are stupid enough to nominate him again, then you deserve him. That's what that means. He's Ooh. a smart man, the uh, the bar. He's not uh, he's oh, not yeah. stupid. No, no. Well, we, we we can't lose his uh, base, Bob. Yes. <laughs> and you, Mitch Mitch McConnell, you're no. like uh, even you now are like, please let's no. move on, please. Well, I like to move on, but I also need the uh, the voter base and the, the campaign contributions. Yes, so. absolutely. You need the dough. You lost me the House and the Senate, you know. So and this and this back. is the thing. Even with liberals, you need the people who want open borders on your team. You need the people who want, you know, to defund the police on your team. But you don't want open borders, and you don't want to defund the police, right? No, but we want people to think that they do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and the whole narrative <laughs> industry of politics mm-hmm. is getting people to think just enough so that they always vote in your stable. No, it's getting people to open their wallet and send us money, Bob. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Especially corporations, because they've got just okay, I've forgotten my part. Here, so, yeah. anyway, so they're all so stupid. I, I don't like, I, I, I can't stand either if there is such a thing as two sides. Uh, but I can't stand either of them now. Well, Sean Hannity has two sides. Sean Hannity? Yeah. Lies and mistruths. Those, both of those he does very yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Tucker's got two sides, the hammer side and the sickle side. <laughs> Sorry, well, I, couldn't, I couldn't help myself. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, we like him even though his name rhymes, you know. But what I've been saying, <laughs> and I believe the whole world is ready to sing Kumbaya with me right now, is that what we all need is to come together for a common purpose. I don't know that, so... Amen. We all need to work together to make sure that the U.S. rules the whole world 
with might and military strength and causes as many people to starve whenever <laughs> we need to do economic sanctions as he needs to starve stumping to preserve Lord, our power. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> stumping Lord on a soapbox. Yes. Someone's stumping Lord Kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> Being sung to by you, it's not quite Marilyn Monroe. And I'm not Jack Kennedy. No, Jack it, Kennedy it, was a friend of mine, and you, Bob Rivers, I know Jack Kennedy. It means a lot to me, Mitch McConnell. Thank so, you. Yeah, it, and we find ourselves in this weird spot where, and now we are going to talk about Ukraine, where um, we're actually sort of forgetting the whole divisive thing, not entirely, but enough, uh, because we all have a common enemy. Oh, yeah, he jumped up and took the spotlight, didn't he? That yeah. was nice of him. And... Uh, I think he took it shooting Putin. I think he took it because he was jealous of Trump. He was like, "What the stuff that guy gets away with?" And here I am, just <laughs> building up arms and not even using them. I don't know why he's jealous. He has prettier hookers. Only <laughs> <laughs> well, sends out the second team for the guests in the hotel room with the cameras sure. in the magic shower. So didn't I? Didn't yeah. I read where a, one of his oligarchs has put up a million-dollar bounty on his head? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I think it was it the guy. It wasn't the guy who owns the soccer team. It was a guy. My pillow guy. Guy, not the my pillow guy. That's one of our oligarchs. It's my bounty. Here right now, we we only the finest U.S. made bounties, a million dollar bounty right now in the head of Vladimir Putin. All right now, operators are standing by for the best American made bounty you want to come by. Right. God. Now, did, you all... did an oligarch really put a bounty on his head? Yes. Because that's the that's the. Beginning of the end, man. That's a crack in the uh, armor. You would think. You would, yeah. Would, yeah. He could have just, just done it. So here's the thing. He could have just done it for show uh, and then called Putin and said, just kidding. You know, you yeah. don't know. You don't know. What Watch him run this for 48 hours on the news cycle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's called the fog of war for a reason. I don't believe anything either side says. I mean, no, I'm, I, I'm with you. Bob, yeah. I'm more one. inclined yeah. to believe the United States just because I live here and I want them to be telling me mm. the truth. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's really sad that we could get to this point. And there's, you know, there's a viable narrative that it's kind of our fault. Does anybody know what that narrative is? It's our, it's our, our fault because, no, I, I, I don't know what that narrative um, yeah, is. Yeah, I can't even wrap my head around that one. Think about it. How could it be our fault? Well, it's our fault because we elected Trump, and Trump empowered Putin. We Trump uh, tried to weaken NATO, tried actively to weaken NATO and undermine and take us out of NATO, and supported Putin and and spread the disinformation campaign through America that Putin launched right. and Trump worked with. If the history Putin, of humanity were only went back four years, <laughs> no. If you look at the U.S. and how we manage. And how or, we or uh, mismanage mismanage dictatorships yeah. oh, and yeah. autocracies, and how we put yeah. people in power and take them out of power, we and our history yeah. in Ukraine, and um, and the fact that we we boldly are trying to take over the world using Netflix and McDonald's <laughs> or McPutins now. Yes, and 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 what we do is we essentially. <laughs> Uh, we have stolen this, arches. I'm like, well, we have this theory <laughs> that if they just get to enjoy the freedoms, and I guess the freedoms to be consumers and have appointments made for you automatically that we yeah. enjoy, uh, <laughs> that they will want our lifestyle so much 
that the autocrats won't uh, autocrats won't be able to control. Now you had it right, autocrats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Once they get a taste of freedom and top sirloin, they're ours for life. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> and the we're, only, we're no, kind no, of the only beef we have is with the vest. Right. Believe me. <laughs> we're kind of obnoxious hey guys, about I, I gotta, it. I got to tap yeah. out, guys. So oh, I'm so going to uh, miss uh, arguing I, I, with you. I, 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 me too. Me too. This is brutal. I'm sorry. Yeah. This was um, only I'll, 23 I'll, minutes, by the way. You owe us seven I, minutes. I know. I know. I know. Be safe. I, I, Tell she, your sister I miss her. My, she's paid. Oh, I will. I will. She gets all your cards from prison. It's so sweet of you to keep writing. Yes. Um, I, I will be back in 40 minutes if you guys are still hanging on. I will be back here. It's going to so. be close, but try, uh, but try to dial in. Thanks, guys. I love you, boys. Thank you so much. Let me pump. Love you too. So here we are, the United States, you know, with NATO, um, continually pushing the narrative that everyone should be a democracy. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that everyone should be a democracy? <sighs> not, what, not a hard and fast democracy. The thing about democracy to me is, is uh, it looks great on paper, but when you factor in human nature, it just practical application. Works. It doesn't always wash. Yes. You're right. Sip, you're the quietest one, but you're also the smartest. No, smarter than no, me. No. I know absolutely. When you factor it, what you just said, when you factor in human nature, mm -hmm. we're going to have oligarchs. We're going to have corruption. We're going to have people that only care about making money and don't care about who they have to step on to do it. We just yeah. uh, dress it up as democracy. We let the people voting think they have a say. that they have a say. But have you ever noticed the issues are just narrowly defined, hot-button, irritate-people issues that get us fighting yeah. amongst ourselves? And it's, mm -hmm. while it's the, actually a plutocracy and not a democracy. Exactly. Um, I'm going to read you a, a, a column I read by a very alt news person. And it doesn't, Zip, don't bring out the tinfoil hat. Reynolds <laughs> 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 Rap Rivers show. <laughs> I, I do read some very odd um, bloggers. You read everything, yes. Well, I like people who say stuff I haven't heard anywhere else that sounds good, and I don't trust them. No. But if it sounds good and it's not part of the official narratives, I want to know it. Yeah. And sometimes it's very convincing. Yes. Yeah. This uh, this writer, and I've sent you guys some of her stuff before. Her name is Caitlin Johnstone. And she's pretty mm -hmm. whacked uh, as far as some people are concerned. Mm. What she says is, Big, brave keyboard warriors. Notes from the edge of the narrative matrix. You can see why that sucked me in. <laughs> the only real anti-war position on the Ukraine conflict is support for de-escalation, diplomacy, and detente. Just yelling Putin bad on Facebook every day and calling for escalations that could very quickly create World War III yeah. is not anti-war. In fact, that will exploit and prolong the war. And by the way, i got to believe, as happened with uh, Kennedy and the, what was it, the Bay of Pigs? The, uh, mm -hmm. What was that? The Missile Crisis. crisis. Yeah. 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 That, because that was all negotiated in secret. And so I got to believe and wish that she's wrong when she says that isn't happening now. I believe we've got back channels to China, back channels to what are some of the other countries, iffy on the fence, maybe India. And we're talking to them about, hey, and we're talking to them about business, by the way. Look, mm -hmm. do, are you guys enjoying the Happy Meals and the McDonald's in your countries? <laughs> yeah. Do you like Netflix? Do you want the good things to continue? Um, da, 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 da. We're yeah. missing it. <laughs> well, because really, this isn't going to be solved by us watching it on TV like a sporting event. No, 
And so I got to believe, Caitlin doesn't, but I got to believe that the highest level of leaders, especially Xi in, uh, in China, mm-hmm. are like, okay, enough of this crap. How can we find a way out? You know, put, uh, put the pacifier in Putin's mouth. What I'm can we give say, him? You put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah, uh, because the only end to this is not Zelensky shirtless, <laughs> rides to victory in a tank. And, uh, and by the way, we're supplying all the weapons. It's, it's yeah. so clearly our war. Yes. We just stop putting soldiers in there. I wonder why no one goes, hey, uh, the emperor is not wearing any army boots. Yeah. 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 Joe just sent another $200 million today, and I think it was a billion the last time. And we were preparing for it for the last six months. We were sending yeah. them stuff months and months All ahead of time. All kinds of stuff. And if you really look at our history, we've been goading, uh, you know, this. we haven't let them into NATO because we thought we could just make it a fait accompli that they'd be Western. And so here's what I believe and want to believe is happening. Behind the scenes, everything's behind the scenes now, as it always been throughout history. And someone is going to say, like, China holds a lot of cards, mm-hmm. oh, but they like having those cards. I mean, if I'm China right now and I've, I'm going to be negotiating tariffs with the United States, mm-hmm. I go, yeah, how bad do you want this to end? And maybe I do want Taiwan uh, to be part of China. And I'm thinking, well, if I hold out longer... Maybe. More, ju- more Jews. They'll more leave Jews. me alone about Taiwan. Right. And in other words, it makes sense that every country, whether they're authoritarian-ruled or you know, republic, uh, d- democratic republic, what we are, whatever we are is with all the corruption now, uh, every one of those wants more power and wants to use their leverage to get it. Mm-hmm. And I do believe they all kind of think that what Putin's doing is a, a bit too far and have to stop it now. How do you do that? Well, each country is going to want to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. So, I, that, so I'm watching the news and I'm going, and now, not the news. The real yes. news you won't see because it's happening behind the scenes. And now, here's an entertaining sport program for you guys to follow along with the war and pretend you're rooting for a team. Meantime, if you want to really know what's going on, go over to 22 Bartering for Bombs channel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I want to I want to quote some more Caitlin because she's real provocative. Okay. Uh, she says de-escalation is the skill we're meant to start learning in kindergarten. In kindergarten, they teach us to de-escalate. These people with this war act like they learned their de-escalation skills at the Minneapolis Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad jab. It's a good joke, by the way. Yeah. Uh, if you want to keep screaming that Putin is Adolf Hitler and even insignificant concessions like promising not to add Ukraine to NATO. Uh, and say that would be appeasement, go ahead. But don't pretend you're anti-war, because you're not. Wars end in one of two ways, with diplomacy and negotiation or with mountains of corpses. Which one do you want? Well, I read this today, I was like, mm. of course, negotiation. Mm. Sometimes there's mountains of money. Well, negotiation always involves money or its equivalent. Filthy sure. lucre, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, and by the way, foreign volunteers are going to Ukraine 
to fight. Oh, yeah. The power of great television programming, I got to say. And then you got Russians trying to lure the Syrians. Yeah. Jobs, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I am worried about World War Three. Is everybody else? Um, of course. Yeah. Go ahead. Zip. No, no, I was just going to say, I mean, it's just a, a thumb switch away. I mean, the end game completely, correct? I hope it's not one of those stainless steel toggle thumb switches. I hope it's a little more complex than that. <laughs> Two people have to know the passcode. It's just a switch yes. away, switch away, switch away, switch away. Mm. You got to believe that, uh, you know, the fact that it would hurt everybody's money is the thing that will keep it from happening. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's global destruction at the end of the day if anybody fires one, is it not? I mean, they could start with smaller ones, but... So, all right. I, that's all I got on the war this week is that I, nobody's reporting that this has to end with a brokered, negotiated peace deal involving all the countries who give a shit, including the ones that are not publicly speaking. Has anybody considered that inept, the ineptitude of the Russian army just may be the reason that it failed? And, well, so anytime I hear a phrase like the ineptitude of the Russian army, I go, <laughs> uh, narrative alert, narrative alert, narrative alert. I mean, no, I, I mean, it, when it doesn't you don't have it, on our TV, they're inept. But if I were to go and watch uh, Mink News in uh, Russia, I Minks, would be here how yeah. great they're doing. Yeah. But satellite imagery doesn't lie. Um, no. Not the last time I looked. No, uh, they don't. Uh, there's those big lines of stuff, and there's... But still, um, Russia Russia has more than enough firepower. Right, firepower. They have, they have, they have 4,000 nukes. I don't know if you've ever heard that, yeah. but it's been on yeah. the news. They, they had more than that before. They're down from 50,000. So if a kid is being taunted because he doesn't fit in and he has 4,000 nukes. Do you go, nah, 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 your army sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but how, do they have... I don't know if that's a strategy. <laughs> is that a strategy? <laughs> I don't think so. Sure. I'm just wondering how they're going to actually occupy um, the Ukraine without taking, without, you know, uh, weapons of mass destruction because they are resisting in a, in a big way. Yeah, and that's that's what happens in uh, over and over again in Afghanistan. Is you um, the dog catches the tailpipe, lassoes the car to the ground, and can't keep the car. Um, right. And and I think that's I think that's a valid uh, narrative uh, as well. But I don't think that uh, anybody's looking that far ahead. Who's doing the war right now? I mean, you know what I mean. We're looking at. Uh, it's almost like a football game. Uh, the war is being called. Like, we just finished the Olympics, and now the color and play-by-play -play for the war. Uh, thank you, by the way, for waiting till the Olympics were done, because all our best sportscasters were busy doing other things. Yeah. You think these sanctions are, are, are doing anything, or oh, is yeah. it going to come back to bite our ass? It's already sort of well, unbalancing the entire all right, so let me imagine I'm, economic structure. We have Fox News here. I'm imagining Mink News in, in Russia. <laughs> so from running Mink News, I'm saying they are hurting themselves with all of these sanctions, and we are proud people, and they are going to miss their vodka. My credit card doesn't work, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Medicare is press my ass! 
But you can't hide the, you, there's a couple of things you can't hide. You can't hide the fact that um, the stock market, Russian stock market, I believe, still closed. Right? They didn't open it today. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can't hide the fact that you know money that you're hurting. Um, and here in the U.S., you know, we we already had rampant inflation. Yeah. And gas prices were already going up, mm-hmm. and they're continuing to go up. Um, and will continue to go up. But did you know that when adjusted for inflation, these are not the most expensive gas prices in our history? Not yet. No, not yet. So, I mean, that's our big complaint. We can still go to McDonald's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes, point. our economy uh, is going to have a recession. And here's a weird thing about that. Our economy needs a recession. Yeah, it does to cool it down. We printed so much money, yep, and gave it away yep. to, and we broke our usual rule of only giving it to giant corporations. We actually gave it to real people as well this time. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> and it created, uh, it exacerbated supply chain bottlenecks, mm-hmm. and caused a, a sort of a runaway inflation that was probably going to happen to some extent anyway. That uh, so we already had this problem, and and in a way, this war gives us a scapegoat to blame for it. Uh, I predict we have a recession pretty soon, yeah. uh, but you know how that works. You have the recession. Yeah, my hairline's been doing it for twenty years. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> the the day traders get wiped out. The, the little guy gets wiped out, and the big guys mm. come in and scoop everything up when it's yeah. The hedge fund, the yeah. hedge fund guys go home laughing. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that'll happen. It's just really? kind of goofy. Can you tell I'm a little extra cynical today? Just a little, just a Easy little bit to of a be. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, what, that's okay. That's what potential World War III and no one really talking about a solution will do. Yeah, usually you're a kumbaya guy, and tonight you're kind of a kumbaya. Kumbaya. Yeah, now, I did notice, yeah. I think it was this morning, I did notice that for the, I'm pretty sure the first time that I've been watching that COVID wasn't in the top headlines. Was no. vacant. It's a few old folks dropping off now. So, which is also interesting because we're still we still have more than a thousand people a day croaking from COVID. Yeah, uh, six but, million and then a few thou a day. But here's the weird thing about death: um, Wall Street doesn't care about death. Nope. Government doesn't care about death unless it affects uh, voting. And that number is very sustainable because on an, in an average year, roughly two one, two, three, I can't remember the exact number of people die. It's what it's called, uh, The Circle of Life. It's a Disney movie. It's called The Actuarial Tables, Bob. Yeah, and it's just part of the natural turnover. So You've that, never heard Elton yeah. John sing, Actuarial Table. <laughs> right. Have you? So that, that's a great one. Does Elton really <laughs> sing that? The Circle of Life, I guess. So we're putting a 7 or 8% bump on something that already happens. And people are sick of hearing about it. And we also know that it's likely to go down uh, further once everybody gets it. So we've made the collective decision. I think the whole country has that, uh, you know, let's get back to normal life and forget about it because the number's small enough to ignore. And um, I'm not sure I I'm not sure I totally disagree with that. I always wish we had better education for how to keep yourself safe. But, you know, there's stuff out there that could kill you all the time. 
Yep, every day. Yeah. So COVID, Reminds yeah. Me of my grandfather's last words. Your grandfather truck. passed away? <clears throat> oh, his last words, truck. I got it. Sorry. Sure. Uh, I mean, that's good in a way that we're going to stop worrying about COVID and... Nothing like World War III to take COVID off. Yeah, to, to yeah, kind of change yeah. your perspective. Gee, maybe we don't just put a mask on. Okay, yeah, I can yeah. deal with that. That's funny. If it ain't Jeez. one thing, it's another. Yeah. So anyway, I hope I wasn't too much of a downer. Not at all. I still I mean, hey. is what it is. I still believe in the whole kumbaya thing. I actually believe that one person at a time, if we love each other and try to be nice to each other. And, and make that even for people of a deli- different political party. I'm sorry that Spike has left already. I could tell him that. <laughs> that it would be more constructive and, uh, and accomplish more than just about any other tactic. No one ever, like, no one ever got called a moron and went, gee, thank you. I, I yes, need, I have actually said that many times. Yeah, I, need, I needed somebody to tell me that I was a moron. Thank you. <laughs> So, all right, a couple other a couple other stories out there. This one, I almost hate to put us put this on the podcast because people will be, you know, listening to a podcast for a long time, and this is extremely timely. I don't know how long it'll stay in the news, but uh, Tom Brady has unretired. <laughs> I knew oh, yeah. you were going to say that. I knew you, know you were going to yeah. go there. Oh, and um, the reactions. Throughout the sporting world and the non-sporting world, are amazing. I mean, it's almost as if, if, if look, he there's no there's no secret here. He learned this from the Who, who did their first <laughs> farewell tour We're on tour again this year in the year 2000, the 22 years yeah. ago. Elton John yeah. did the same thing. Yes. It's a great promotion, uh, the farewell yeah. tour. Uh, he, Tom Brady is a living, breathing action figure. He's everything <laughs> he really that. A great American should be, and you're uh, you're in Massachusetts, uh, Zip. So your yes. reaction, and and we've all enjoyed watching him. Even some of my Seattle friends finally had to go. Yeah, greatest He's of good. all time. He's um, good. How do you feel about it? Are are you looking forward to seeing him play again? Oh, absolutely! I yeah. think it's amazing. You know, you know, you gotta wonder though, Bob, who, the guy that bought the the, the winning ball, the football. Oh. The, yeah, that's it. Was worth like two, four, or five million dollars. And Brady must love it. That, that's going to be that's going to be in the news cycle for twelve hours, Ed. But yeah. but let's take it anyway. So that, yeah. the guy who paid more than anyone's ever play, uh, paid for a ball that was Tom Brady's last <laughs> touchdown thrown ball is a diminishing asset on his hands. I, well, all the, I can the say, t-shirt guys, the t-shirt guys have to print. Both, right, at the end of the Super Bowl. Yes. And then they run yeah. the ad That's right. right after the final yes. whistle. And the hats. You know? Anyway, that guy, there's only one word to describe how he feels. What's that? Deflated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. By the way, I would be surprised if uh, Jimmy Fallon... Jimmy Kimmel oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, all do the same and Colbert all didn't do that exact same joke. Well, but. he got rooked in more ways than one. That ball does not hold air. Hmm. Very well at all, apparently. Tom Brady announced Sunday night he's coming back to football. He's going to play a quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 41 days after telling us that he was done and that he was done with the Buccaneers. I'm going to read to you out of the Boston Globe just to give you an idea how Boston feels about this. Uh Zip is nice. Zip is kumbaya. Uh 
Boston sports writer Dan Shaughnessy, not so not much. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. Dan says, Brady changed the New England sports universe. He was a champion. He was a clutch. He was polite. He was smart and careful. When the game was on the line, he was the greatest performer this side of Bill Russell. You know who would step up. Now, he is just annoying. He won't go away. He's an insatiable, passive-aggressive attention hog. He's a whore. Sure, we'll watch. And Brady will probably be great again at the age of 45. He takes care of his body. He knows how to protect himself on the field. He plays the quarterback position like a man playing a video game from his couch. Brady can still be great. But what about dignity? <laughs> Going out on top. And what, what about, about that? What yeah. about that family you were going to spend all that time with? What about being done and needing time to be with his family? Are we watching the what midlife about, crisis of one of the greatest athletes that has ever been? Could be. Hmm. Maybe, There's a great maybe. meme uh, floating around on Facebook, and it's like Giselle's honey-do list for Tom Brady. Please stop here and pick up this. Please do that. Please do that. Take the kids to this. And Brady is like, I'm going back to work. Yeah. Better, better rather play with Kronk. Oh. You know, he you know may, if you look at if you look at the Brady family photos, I mean, it's it looks oh, like yeah. stock imagery. It, you know, it looks like the one after. that comes with the wallet when you buy it. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that he's that. crazy. Gorgeous. I know, leggy, and oh yeah. man, Giselle was very polite on uh, Twitter. She just said, "Here we go again. Let's go, lovey. Let's go, Bucks." Yeah. Good wife. I wish my wife would be that nice to me and a supermodel. <laughs> oh, man. You better hope she don't listen to this one, mister. I never have to worry. I don't know. All right. That's the well, Brady story. you got to give the guy props. Come on. I mean, it's nah, pretty amazing. Nah. I agree, on, with, I agree with Shaughnessy. Go Why? away. You're, a te- you're an attention whore now. I'll watch, though. Yeah. I, I just think that he, you know, he, he could probably, he's probably got a couple, three seasons in him yet. I, until, he take, I, until he gets sacked I'll real you, hard. I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. one other sports great who uh-huh. stayed too long because he pitched his last game in Seattle. Did his shoulders fall apart? His name was Nolan Ryan. Remember that great pitcher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He took one big wind, and he threw the ball to home plate, and his arm went with it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. <laughs> uh, almost. I mean, he, yeah. he took one throw and then walked off and never pitched again, yeah. basically. So Brady may have that kind of year. Brady may, uh, you know, he may get bit, mm-hmm. which will give that Boston Globe writer so, a yeah. boner. Um, I don't know the stats on this, but I have to say football probably has the highest incidence of career-ending injuries on one play. It used to, you know what I mean? for sure. Yeah, yeah. I would Hockey's guess. up there, but not... Yeah. Hockey, oh, you get your bell rung in hockey, too, though. You really yeah. do. Mm. But right. I, I, the first thing I thought, though, when I heard it was, geez, why not go out on top? Yeah. You know? Well, Why he did, just, except for that he, field abs- goal. He did. Absolutely, he pulled it off again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he won yeah. a he won a, a ring in Tampa Bay after leaving because the Patriots didn't want him anymore. Right. All right, Tom Brady, uh, you're annoying, and we'll watch anyway, <laughs> and you know it. Okay. Uh, Dolly Parton is uh, Dolly Parton is a sweetheart. Uh, she's a, she's did you hear a doll. what she did Love to the Rock her. and Roll Hall of Fame? 
No. So Dolly Parton was nominated to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. And uh -huh. this has been happening more and more with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mainstream. Uh, they started including rap artists. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've included, you know, Dionne Warwick. They've included the Supremes, um, Johnny Cash, Madonna. Mm -hmm. uh, but it wasn't until 2007 that they uh, inducted their first rap group. That was Grandmaster Flash. Yeah, and the Furious Five. And so earlier this year, the chairman of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation, John Sykes, said they sort of rewrote their criteria. They said the artists chosen each have a profound impact on the sound of youth culture. Hmm. So rock and roll has been redefined. It used to be guitars. Now it's <laughs> the sound of youth culture. Well, it really should be a music hall of fame and not rock and roll. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, man. I feel, I feel you should do that as Cheech and Chong. Um, yeah, man, you know what? I don't think they should call it the rock and roll hall of fame no more, man. Well, what do you mean, man? That's what it's all about. They got disc jockeys in there, man. They got all the rock luminaries from our era, man. Yeah, no, but, but they got Run DMC in there, too, man. Run who? <laughs> and I have mixed feelings about it because uh, there's one thing that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is that we don't acknowledge all that well, but it's a, it's a money-making business. It's a tourist trap, yeah. And... Um, that would be like having the spinning wheel home weaving hall of fame, or the, <laughs> you know, to choose something that's got the horse and buggy uh, model T hall. It, it, as yeah. as the culture evolves, yeah, don't those institutions have to evolve as well? Absolutely. There was I, I when I went, there was acts I have never heard of being featured. You know, because they're catering to a yeah. younger crowd. Because those are the people with the expendable yes. income that will go to the rock and roll hall of fame. And so it's really the profound impact on the Sound of Youth Culture Hall of Fame. Yeah, no doubt. And, <laughs> and I, I guess I'm okay with it, but what Dolly Parton did, and you haven't heard this yet, so I'll break it to you. Okay. Dolly Parton bowed out. Well, she probably wanted to keep it at Dollywood. <laughs> no, no. No? Uh, she basically said that while she was extremely flattered and grateful for the nomination, she didn't feel she'd earned that right. Dolly said, I really do not want votes to be split because of me, so I must respectfully bow out. And apparently, her husband loves rock and roll. Yeah, he, so he does. So her husband may have reacted to her being nominated the way you did. <laughs> Man, that's no good. <laughs> Dolly, who? I don't remember any of her biggest tits, man. <laughs> because she basically said her husband and her talked about her yeah. actually doing a rock and roll album and so what she said was she hopes they'll reconsider her if she's worthy and that this has inspired her to put out a hopefully great rock and roll album at some point in the future now genius move it's genius move and if she's like 80 years old right yeah but I one think, of the smartest women alive yeah Big i think i'll time. wait until i'm 90 then i and with all my plastic surgery i still look better than <laughs> keith richards so she does she she looks doable she to me all, she looks awesome yeah yeah uh, my eyesight did, is gone did, a bit, but uh, did you <laughs> did you see the special though that she had? Yes, yes, it was awesome. Yeah, it was absolutely awesome. And her I, husband I didn't even... is cool, by the way. His name is Carl Dean. Yeah, and he was invisible for years. He's always wanted her to do a rock album. So, yeah. so not only does she 
get lots of good vibes and good feelings for turning it down. Yeah. Uh, but she also has a project if she wants to do it. And then, now can you imagine the pre-publicity of Dolly Parton? It's Dolly Parton with ACDC. You know, she's like, sure, no, she'll hook up with Kiss. I'd buy that in yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah. I really would. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then her singing. I, I have no idea how that would sound. If Spike was here, he would immediately. Exactly. So, anyway, cool move of the week. I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool God bless her. She's a strategist and a businesswoman. She's, you know, a millionaire as many times over. And just the one song, I Will Always Love You, uh, she could live off of that alone. Now, did That's she right. She wrote that. Yes, yes she and did. It was made for, famous. Uh, for Porter Wagner, right? Got it. Is that yeah, what it as was? As an exit strategy. <laughs> yes, yes, to get out of his contract. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He, uh, he was a little handsy, a little hands-on with her career. He wanted to be the star, and uh, she outdid him. She, she arrived in the room before he did. <laughs> so to speak. All right. Uh, Papa John's just announced they're not going to open any more pizza places in Russia. Oh, right. Well, well, I was concerned about that. Yeah, that I was too. I, I was wondering what the fuck happened with Papa John's. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it just, it, it, just it, sounded a little bit like. At this point, when you're yeah, a week later than McDonald's, yeah, isn't it kind of embarrassing? You're an also ran, yeah, yeah, copycat. No. That guy gets under my skin every time he's out there on the field. Every time there's some kind of major championship, he buys his way onto the field to get his mug on TV. Who's this? The guy that owns Papa John's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's a he's a Tom Brady. He's, a, he's, he's an a attention whore. He's a wanker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, those are my topics. <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about? Uh, winter ending. I'm sick of it already. In Detroit. How bad was yeah. your winter? It was It was pretty bad. I mean, just, ugh, drek. We're right, right off the lakes. Think about it. Right. Yeah. You get uh, lots of snow, lake effect snow? <laughs> No, not a great deal of snow, but it's always overcast, and it's. It, it, I, that's it the just thing. Do, when I moved there, I couldn't yeah. believe how it all of a sudden it goes gray till yeah, and stays summer. there. And I don't know. I just I get that uh, you know that gray that that what they seasonal, seasonal affected. Yes. It's called cab cabin fever, sad yeah. seasonal affective disorder. A little bit, a little bit, and it, it's a bitch. I, I don't mind telling you because. You're like, oh, because because if you look out and it's gray, you'll just roll over. You won't get up, not when you not when you're self-employed. You just go back to bed, and you really don't come out of your funk until three cups of coffee in. I remember getting off the air at Riff and yeah. looking out um, at ten o'clock in the morning, and everybody still had their headlights on. It was so gray. <laughs> Seriously, and I wait for daylight savings time. I wait to spring forward in the spring. That's the you're, big highlight. You're making it sound almost like Seattle. No, except yeah. it's not as cold in Seattle. No, Seattle no. was actually, um, you know, you had more, sad in Seattle because of yeah. the clouds, yeah. uh, but and the music, <laughs> but you know, it was frequently in the fifties this time of year. And, uh, you know, you could start planting some stuff in your window cells. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, winter never much bothered me there. Here where I'm at, we're in the, and that's why I have a little less material tonight, because we're in the midst of making maple syrup. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I last year had a terrible season. I had been here for six years, and I kept hearing people say, oh, I hope it's not too warm. Oh, I hope the season doesn't end early. And each year, I was making the same or more syrup. So I was like, yeah, it's nature. It always balances out. But last year, everything was down 40%. Wow. And um, so this year, mm-hmm. when we started... I put out a letter to, and I did a mailing list. I mentioned it on the podcast once, and I did a mailing list to everyone who's ever bought syrup before. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, no pressure or anything. No. But I'm going to do a presale. And <laughs> last year we supply. sold out the presale, and then that was the end of the season. So Now look, how much would you pay? Yeah, it's not a big deal. If you don't want maple <laughs> syrup, that's fine with me. And so I put out this letter, and and our mailing list has grown. And all I will all I will say about that is, about I guess it was out most of it ninety percent, yeah, sold in three days. And wow. the rest of it sold. I think the last bottle went like just before the podcast. Correct me if I'm wrong. There might be one more bottle left. Hmm. But now I'm looking at. Approximately 130 gallons of maple syrup that I have to make. Oh boy! And I have made approximately 60 gallons. <laughs> and I looked at the forecast this week, and it's getting too warm again. Uh oh. Uh oh. And I'm thinking, uh oh. <laughs> uh, and so I'm Why starting to have. That? I'm like a farmer who's basically looking at his crop. I am a farmer. Yeah. Not like a farmer. Yeah. You're Oliver Wendell Douglas. Yeah, what? <laughs> yes. We need a pig, by the way. Can you get me one? Uh, Mr. Haney. So we're boiling, and uh, and it does mess with the uh, podcast schedule. I do apologize for that. But it, it's it's still the most fun uh, you can have in Vermont. Um, you know, tapping trees, watching the sap flow into a, a vacuum tank pumping it back up to the barn. And I've gone crazy over the last three years. Uh, you know, you guys haven't seen the operation, have. have you? I have seen it. I have. I'm, I'm impressed. Well, you've seen it not when I'm working, though, right? Oh, no, no, yeah. no. So my son was out here making a movie about it, and um, he was blown away by the fact that I'm a nerd, I'm a geek. And so what I did so that I could run the whole operation was I put video cameras... Security cameras on it's every true. aspect of the operation. I've seen them. So I can watch the sap coming during the day. I can time between the sap releases. And when we're pumping, I can pump from one spot and see it coming out the other spot without having to have multiple people. So I could run, basically during the pandemic, I had to run the whole thing by myself. <laughs> and, and I've got it. I'm just a total obsessive compulsive nerd about it the ocd thing you know? yeah it works in your favor though well it, it does it's it's fun the people at the the people at the maple syrup wholesale equipment place mm-hmm. you know i'll come in and i'll go let me see how it's going and i'll pull up the I'll pull up the thing and they can watch the whole operation <laughs> like wow who <laughs> is this guy and Dr. evil <laughs> but it still comes down to sap dribbling out of trees yeah <laughs> And if I don't get enough sap, I won't have enough maple syrup. So it's a very analog system. I know. Yeah. I think I will because next week should be good. But I think it might be another crappy year, and I, I might not have any more for sale. Well, so are I they pinning do. this? 
Uh, are they pinning this on glo global warming? <laughs> oh, uh, so if it's convenient to the global warming narrative, yes. <laughs> you know how I feel about That's that. That's not stuff. what Bob does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a shitty year. Um, yeah. Have the has the trend been to warming up sooner in southern Vermont? Yes. And is that bad? Yes. In fact, there are some predictions that the majority of ski areas in the United States yeah. will be out of business in a matter Love of it. a few decades. Oh, Canada, <laughs> yes. I'm buying stocks in you. I think we should annex Canada right now. <laughs> Do a hostile takeover. Should like countries Britain? combine? They should combine. We should Actually, let's just uh, go in there. With half as many tanks as Putin had, and we'll take them over in four days. Don't make us get out our boat. Yeah. Would Canada yeah. defend itself? <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a boat with a gun on the top and yeah. a couple of canoes to, be, to, to guide her along. We yeah. can defend ourselves. Our slogan don't. would be, Greenland, you had your chance. Now Canada, bend over. How many military conflicts have, has Canada been involved in? Well, we've got a presence. We're involved all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Kind Cousin of, Sandy was a military man. Right. He did very well at it. Kind of like, you know, an honorary uh, diploma mm. in the university. They were, no. I mean, they have, they have, they certainly have a military. Yes, and there's a presence. We've got and, a presence uh, in many countries. And Canada's part of NATO. Yeah. So, Are, do you guys have nuclear arms up there, Ed? You're, you're that I don't. On? I, that I can't. We have nuclear plants. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's Google that. That's worth knowing. Does Canada have nukes? I think that we do have the, uh, what they call the dew line. Um, is that where you're going to poop in a bucket? And, uh, no, and no, 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 no. It's, it's above the, uh, the, the Canadian shield, which is the permafrost portion oh, of the country. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. And right. the, Reagan used to say, there's one thing we have to watch. Dew line, dew line, <laughs> you know. So Canada has no more permanently stationed nuclear weapons no, as we of did. 1994. Yeah, we did. You did. The silos, I think, are still in place. but Right. You know. they, Canada continues to cooperate with the United States and its nuclear weapons program. So, yeah. in other words, uh, our slogan is, We got you covered, Canada. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they got Didn't they back. turn those silos into Tim Hortons? I believe that they made a <laughs> franchise. You're right. Right. Because it holds that much more coffee when it's that deep. <laughs> And we move a lot of that stuff, I'll tell you that. We put Seattle to shame. All right. Final story. Who wants to call the topic? <laughs> Are you saying guess? Pardon me? Are you saying to guess the topic? No, no, no. Every, uh, I'm tossing a fish up. Who wants it? Who oh. wants it? You, you come up with the topic. Is, is, is this uh, gas shortage going to hasten the, uh, the development of electrical cars and the sale of electrical cars? Ah, is... The price of well, I think there's only one answer to that. Yes, because it already was, and um, every car maker that's making electric vehicles yes. has a waiting list for just about every electric vehicle. So, and I hear tell that Ford is going to be exclusive. They're working toward uh, putting out exclusively electrical vehicles, as is Volkswagen. Right. Which says there'll be exclusive EV by 2030. Right. I hadn't heard the Ford one. Is that new? Ah, uh, that was in the rumor mill, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, pretty soon finding uh, an ICE vehicle is going to be something that you do on the weekends. An ICE at vehicle? A, at an ICE vehicle meet. 
Internal combustion engine. Yeah, you know oh, that? I wow! I'm I'm the motorhead, and you've got that acronym. Come on, <laughs> yeah. you make well, me look bad, Rivers. Keep, keep in mind, you're in the narrative that is Detroit. Yes. So it's going to be. Pro- and and as I, as they say in Detroit, you got a problem with that? Yeah. <laughs> There's going to have to be an intervention. People are going to have to tell you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That's a Canadian I mean, word. I'll make the prediction right now. Um, yeah. uh, electric vehicles outnumber. Uh, as far as new vehicles sold in a year, will outnumber gas vehicles by 2030. Yeah, and the the, the push that that uh, is Joe's, you know, main. He's he's the Greta Thunberg of politicians. When you, you say Joe, are you talking about I, uh, my buddy? Yeah, my buddy Joe. I'm talking about the president of the United States, Papa yeah. Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Papa yeah. was a Joe Biden. Yeah. So I'm not going to be a good uh, friend to either side at this point. I don't think much of Joe Biden. I think uh, I think the narrative on him is great right now, and, mm. and no, I think that he's not. he's working as a figurehead to bring NATO together. And I got to give credit to Joe for his experience mm. to not so far have put us get, in World get War III. Get into the war, yeah, with the reticence, yeah. Uh, but but you, but, he, but seriously, all this would happen with any competent person in there. Mm-hmm. And it, notice I didn't mm-hmm. say with Trump. So, yes. You know, my mother was in the Second World War, and uh, she, she would be angry when she would see uh, American television and the depiction of the Americans being the ones to win the war. She'd say, oh, they didn't even join into the damn fray until we had to, until they hit, went after Pearl Harbor. We asked them and asked them and asked yeah. them. They said, no. You know, and she said, they, they make those movies like they won the war. Oh, bullshit. You know. Wow, that's how so, she talks. Yes, she was a Glaswegian. You that's see. an amazing and, impression of her. You're thank, thank you. But and she, I know, but, and I know it's accurate because you're Ed Kelly. That's right. But but are we doing the same thing now? Are we not getting into the skirmish? Are we going to be the, the late guys that arrive? You know, do they have to bomb something that is of our interest to the point where we have no choice but to go in? We're already well, in. But I, we're not we're not using airspace again. I think that's all fake. I think this is totally our war. I think okay. we engineered it. We designed it. We've uh, we're supplying weapons, all yeah. the arms, and um, you know, I, very I, profitable. I, in some ways, I think we provoked Russia by basically threatening their way of life. And and I, I know it doesn't seem that way by from the American side, mm-hmm. uh, but I can so empathize with how it would seem. And I don't. I'm not w- loving autocrats. You know, I'm not loving kleptocracies and all of that stuff. But I. But they exist in the world, and they're outside of my country, and, you know, I don't have the right. It would be the opposite of freedom to go order them to change their way of life, wouldn't it? It's overreaching. Yeah. Well, the opposite of freedom is even more than overreaching. But, yes, so it would be oppressive, actually. And in some ways, you know, with our economic sanctions, we we never talk about how many people starve and die because of our— It hurts the people more than the— It does. It does. Yeah, Yeah. so— Anyway, I didn't want to come back to that, but that's what we end on. <laughs> okay, let's just change the name of Stolich now to what we always called it anyway. Stoli. <laughs> My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Oh, boy. Out of toilet paper, 40 days. We smell like moose when we take stage. Sweet, sweet Olga, she do act. Like ox, strong as lumberjack. We play all right, but we can't sing. 
I dance like Michael Jackson. I grab my dingling. Oh boy, good Russian vodka. Gonna keep me tight. As long as we get out of Chernobyl tonight. We are Ukrainian band. We sing chorus now. We are Ukrainian band. Come on, boys, shake your boots. We can be That's what we are. Those big babushkas in Vorograd. Waiting for group to be getting off stage. Feeling drunk? Hootsi desi. Hostolik naya. The KGB set the hotel on fire. Reza and Natasha make Google eyes. They try to buy us burger and fries. They say, come on, comrades. Let's boogie down. We proceeded to tear the old statue down. We are Ukrainian band. And we mean it. We are Ukrainian band. Just a bunch of big mooses. We call the rocking group. We live on bread and soup. We are Ukrainian band. Come on, boys, sing. We are Ukrainian band. Our life depends on it. Everybody. Rock and roll!